Welcome to A Friend of Mine, a series of conversations with some incredible and inspiring women in business from regional and rural Australia. I'm Kimberly Finesse, your host and the founder and editor of Oak Magazine, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some amazing female entrepreneurs who will share with you their experience and knowledge of what it takes to start, grow and scale a successful business. So let me introduce you to a friend of mine. Ashley Morales is best known as a makeup artist, having launched her business 10 years ago. She has worked on special events, commercial photo shoots for well-known clothing brands, and her Instagram photos have been shared all over the world by international brands. Ash's work came to a grinding halt in March when COVID-19 impacted events and weddings, her main source of income. With time to spare, Ash decided to nurture her creative side and work with some clay. From her home studio in Bendigo, Ash slowly began to create a collection of handmade homewares. She eventually created 140 beautiful pieces and built an e-commerce site. With an email campaign and Instagram, her first drop sold out in just 13 hours. Ash shares with us her transition from makeup artist to potter and the mental hurdles she's had to overcome in the process. She also talks about her Instagram strategy, the impact professional photography has had on her business, and how she's found the courage to finally step into her two creative businesses full-time. Meet my friend Ash from Ashley Morales Creative. Welcome, Ash, and thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited to be here. Like we're Victorians, mm. so so much of our life has been via Zoom. Yes. Can I just say how nice it is to actually have someone face-to-face yes. and share a coffee? And... Yes, it's very lovely. Um, I um. You don't realise how much you were taking people for granted, you know, people in person. Um, so, yeah, it's really nice to feel a little bit normal again. It is. And I've actually only recently interviewed you <laughs> for our upcoming issue of Oak Magazine, uh, where we share your successful pivot from makeup to pottery. Uh, now, you have one of those stories that is perfect for print. Uh, you're able to supply a library of amazing photos. And for me as an editor, that was a huge draw card. But then I interviewed you and I knew I wasn't going to be able to fit everything in print. There was just so many little parts of your story. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have this part here and that part in it. And um, I mean, that's why I've fallen in love with podcasting because you can, you can share that, that whole journey. And there are so many little parts to it for yourself that I think our listeners are going to adore and um yeah I just it's really inspiring too so I'm happy to just to listen to it again to be honest so um I suppose that's that's one point actually how does it feel to know that your life your journey um is inspiring to other people yeah it feels amazing and a little strange because I guess you never feel like you're an amazing um and so, yeah, people will often say that, oh, I was inspired by you and I'm now doing my, you know, side business of photography or jewellery or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it feels really amazing that something that I'm doing um, just for myself is actually encouraging other people to maybe do that project that they had put on the back burner and feel like, well, maybe I can do that and my, you know, my real job. Yeah, I think there'll be so many. And you just mentioned your um, real job. So obviously a nine to five job that you have alongside your creative businesses. But uh, there's a bit of news around that I saw on Insta. Yeah, so um, I had worked at the City of Greater Bendigo since I was 18 years old. 
So after 16 years, I finally decided to pull the pin and um, and own that I can actually be creative full time. So oh it's gosh. really exciting and it feels right. Like it was a very big, scary decision to make. But um, the moment I made it, I just felt like a weight had lifted off my shoulders, kind of like I was trying to be something that I should be. Um, and I, I was a, very proud to work for the city and it was a job that I loved and I learned so much. Um, but I was probably a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. Yeah. It just yep. And now that I'm doing um, my makeup and pottery, it just feels right. Wow. Mm. And to think that you made that decision uh, during COVID as well, yeah. like such an unsettling year for all of us, yet um, – you know, you're able to still throw another spanner in there and yeah. go, let's see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did kind of think um, maybe that's a rookie move, pulling the pin during a recession. But um, I think I was the thing that was always stopping me was the financial, like, you know, the city it was a reliable. Every fortnight we knew exactly how much money I was going to earn. Um, but it turns out I because I'd lost a lot of makeup work because there's no special events, I was actually, we were just living on half of my usual income and I made, it made me realise we actually do just fine. Um, so while there's JobKeeper to support the makeup side of it, I'm, let's just go down to my one income um, and just do the creative and yeah. it's turned out fine. Yep, yeah, definitely. And do you know what I always think? Like you can always go back. Do you know mm. what I mean? That door's just not permanently yes. shut. We haven't thrown away the key. Yes. Um, you know, you can always just think, oh, actually, I might just dip my toe back in and, that's you know, right. and go get a, another corporate job. Yes. You know, two days a week yeah, if you need. That's like, right. Yes. I'm very employable. I know that. And yeah. if I need to go back, then I can. And, you know, it turns out I don't think that's going to happen. I already am feeling super confident. Um, and as it's really funny, the timing, because as I have closed that door, you know, four more makeup doors have opened. And sure, right now, um, there's not a lot of special events, or that sort of thing, but there's other doors that have opened up that I didn't even expect. But I think because I wasn't um, letting myself be available I just wasn't seeing them um, and now that I was I'm looking and wanting to build my business more all of a sudden these doors are opening and I just think oh it's just it was just such good timing and it was definitely the right decision to make oh that is so good mm. the universe is looking after you I yeah. think <laughs> now let's rewind a little bit yes. and kick off at the start you're best known as a makeup artist yep. having launched your business about 10 years ago yes. now oh it seems a lifetime <laughs> um can you take us back to that time and and how you discovered makeup because um I think it's hilarious yeah, yeah didn't yes. include it in the bag <laughs> so I um I was about 21 I had no idea how to do makeup um, and for myself, I pretty much just wore foundation and mascara and looking at photos, that was awful. I didn't do that well. So I wanted to learn and I saw that Estee Lauder were advertising like makeovers at their counter. So I booked in and I asked just to, I wanted something very natural that I could wear every day, being not a super makeup -y person. Uh, then I did my makeup and I had purple up to my eyebrows. I was mortified. Um, so I ran home, scrubbed it off. Um, and then not long after I had a friend's uh, wedding to go to. So I wanted to have a nice dress and get my hair done and everything. But I was 
truly petrified to get my makeup done. So I decided that I would teach myself via YouTube. And this is before there was a lot of that Instagram style makeup on, um, on YouTube. So it, it was like really great makeup artists teaching you really normal makeup. Um, so I found a look that I liked and I bought all the things that that girl had and I practiced and I, um, I really enjoyed the process. I felt like I looked good at the end. In hindsight, probably wasn't amazing, but that's okay because I felt good. Um, and because I enjoyed the process so much, I found another look that I liked and I bought those products. Um, but because I didn't love wearing makeup myself, I started practicing on my sister um, and I was doing her makeup and taking photos and putting it on my personal Facebook. And then a girl that I played indoor netball with said, hey, you're good at makeup, do my wedding makeup. And I said, absolutely not, not a chance. And she said, yes, you are. Um, So we did many, many trials. And uh, in that time, I also did um, a hair, a fashion and wedding makeup course at Swinburne Uni. Um, and I did her wedding makeup and it turned out really well. And a guest at her wedding said, who is your makeup artist? And I did hers and it just, it never stopped. It just kept going. And then I, yeah. And I thought, well, I'm, you know, this is something. So then I became a makeup artist. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I have seen some of your looks and they are phenomenal. Um, you've painted one of my husband's cousins, Ah. Aruna. Yeah. Oh yes. Beautiful. Yes. And, um, oh, just absolutely stunning. And I think that's what I love about your Instagram feed is it is so diverse. Yes. Uh, and you know, so many different looks. So in terms of marketing your makeup business, then, Mm -hmm. How has that happened for you? Because, you know, we're not talking just Bendigo weddings either. No. You're doing makeup for huge international brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for me, it was really important that I take the time um, and invest in photography equipment and take my own photos um, because I was finding that, you know, I might do something amazing in real life, but it's just not translating. So um, a big investment for me was the time um, and money in the photography equipment. And by taking good photos, that's when, and I was very strategic about what brands I use so that I could tag certain brands. Um, And so, yeah, so I was started to be shared by Ilamasqua, Mac, Becca, Sephora, like, big brand, um, Mecca in Melbourne, like big brands. And as soon as people see that you're being shared by these big brands, they think, well, she must be good. Whether I am or not is almost is irrelevant (laughs) because it's kind of like, yeah, you get a bit of a reputation based on that. So I got started just getting shared by a lot of brands and then, yeah. And then I also, um, worked, started working with actual models People love to follow models as much as they love to follow brands. Um, so also working with models helped boost me a lot as well. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Um, so obviously weddings and events, a huge part of your yes. makeup business. Yes. And COVID essentially shut that down. Yes. Now you have two girls. Yes. Yeah. So obviously there's a little bit of homeschooling in yeah. there to start That's with. Right. Yes. It, how did the pottery come into all this? Uh, yeah. So I like to be busy. Um, so when I had more time with uh, not doing makeup, which literally came to a grinding halt. Um, so I did pottery lessons uh, at the start of 2019. And the, um, the teacher was very encouraging 
during those lessons, um, I just I just seemed to pick it up. She even asked if I had done lessons before, which I hadn't. Um, and then on the final day where we were picking up our glazed pieces, she said to me she, that she was, you really need to pursue this because you have something. So I'm yeah, really encouraging you to get a wheel and keep going. Um, so I had been sort of keeping an eye out for a secondhand wheel and nothing had popped up, but I, you know, I was really busy with makeup and mum life and office job. So it wasn't something that was, you know, super, super like, you know, I wasn't pushing it hard, but it was there. Um, and then when COVID came, that teacher was able, not able to run her workshops. So she was offering to hire out her wheels. Um, so I said, can I please hire one? Um, and so I picked it up and got back on the wheel and just started making. And I just... I don't know, I think I just, I'm too intense maybe sometimes. Instead of just having fun with it, all of a sudden it became a business. And yeah, so I just started making again. It felt really good. It felt um, right. Like it just felt so nice to be creative with the clay. Um, And then, yeah, then here we are. It just became an online store. and It did. And that's the thing. You've gone from hobby to business in a really, really short Yes. time span. So you sort of mentioned in our first interview that, um, you know, you just popped a little few pieces up, you know, on Facebook and Instagram again. And, you know, it's just your friends being interested and that's sort of how it grew. Yes. Um, Yeah. Tell us how important is social media to that side of the business? Yeah, everything. So um, basically roughly about the same time that I hired the wheel, I did create a little Instagram Ashley Morales creative account and really expecting friends and family to follow it. And I I created it early on just um, not even with the intention of it becoming much, just, just to have something there and a way of communicating and, you know, tracking the journey of the you know, the beginnings of me making things. Um, and then it started to get more and more followers. And then those followers would send me a DM saying, oh, you know, I have to buy a present for a friend. I thought one of your mugs would be great. Have you got anything ready? And I was, you know, no, I don't have anything. Um, but yeah, the, the momentum really started to build. And then I would do my little videos. Videos was Um, really helpful in um, building a connection with my followers and getting their engagement. Um, And then, yeah, I think just sharing the process and talking to people, treating people like they're in my shed with me. um, It it was a really nice way to get to know people and build my brand, even though I wasn't, you know, meaning to build my brand as such. It was just something that was happening really organically. And then by the time I had a lot, um, I was ready to sell I just, it's felt like I had a queue of people at my front door waiting, waiting for me to open the door and let them into my shop. So it was really nice. And I think that's where I sort of stumbled across you with someone sharing on their Insta stories, the fact that you were doing a a sale. Um, And so I thought, oh, what's this? Like, I don't know, ash for pottery. Like, how have I missed this? (laughs) Jumped over and had a look at your Instagram stories and was just like, wow, here you are just you know, showing up as you would say, your authentic self. Yes. Because I think so often, uh, you know, we click into Insta stories and we've all got the filters on or, you know, we have done our hair, our makeup looks great. Look, we don't show up 
you know, like we're <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In our everyday skin. Yes. That's what yeah, we yes. don't show up in our everyday skin and I think that's what really um like caught my attention. Yes. You know, I kept watching and you were going through each piece as well and you know, telling us about um its functionality. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. wow, like not even that. Yeah. You know, like someone with a new business there showing up and telling us on Instagram stories, something that we're all scared to do sometimes. Yes. Like it just, yes. you won me over straight away. But admittedly, I'd got on to that train way too late. Yeah. It sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd, so I think you sold out in something like 13 yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. crazy. Yeah, I must have got on there at hour 14 because <laughs> your stories were still up, but there was nothing left. Yes. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like that is a successful pivot. Yes. Um, and it's that marketing aspect of, of showing up as yourself. Yeah. So you've said that that was intentional. Yes. So um, I know myself that when I'm scrolling my feed, I see a lot of the same um, people are presenting themselves with a pretty similar aesthetic of um, that you know, natural glam makeup, they've got the hair out, soft curls or in the pony with the soft curls and which I do do myself. But, um, I guess it's just so vanilla. Uh, you know, I don't want to see that in my feed all the time. I want to see real people. Um, and it's part of what gives me confidence to be myself is when I actually do makeup. And I, when I first see someone, they've got no makeup on and I think that they're absolutely beautiful and I don't feel like they're any better when I've done their makeup. Um, and you get to know the person and you also realize that, you know, everyone's the same. So people, people are hiding, trying to hide all these different things behind their makeup, but they don't need it. And I, it really breaks my heart a bit that people feel like makeup is a necessity, not fun. So for myself, when I get into the pottery, I think I don't need makeup. You know, people look at me just like I look at my clients. So I have... Um, no insecurities about my, you know, red skin and my freckles and, you know, it's me and, um, and it's enough. And I think that it's the, my makeup that actually gives me the confidence to wear nothing and allow me to be authentic with my followers. And I also kind of hope that by normalizing it, other people will get on with their businesses, do videos without their makeup and not feel like it's a scary thing. A guy wouldn't feel like it's a scary thing. No. So why do women have to feel like it's a scary thing? Or even doing it without the filter. Absolutely. Like even just as a small first step, just take that filter off. Yeah, Um, that's right. And it's it's interesting because even like people aside, but products, why we put a filter on when we're looking at products? Because I've got no idea what colour dress that is because you've got a damn filter on it. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) Um, right. And I think it's a a real concern because we can't walk around with filters all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like we're sitting here in person, Mm. you know, and there's no filter and you look absolutely amazing without a filter. So no makeup, ponytail, active wear. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's right. And it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. And I suppose because we've had that conversation previously uh, for the magazine, like I knew you coming over Ash, that it was like, Oh, I actually don't have to dress up today. So yeah, you know, you've got this sweater on and, um, yeah, the no makeup on as well, and then obviously, but I do have a soft curl in there. No, that's all right. <laughs> I won't hold it against I'm you. I'm three days in, and I've got really fine hair. And if I put a curl and some dry oh, shampoo, I can so get a body. bit more of a day out of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, as you said, you know, even if you're showing up, 
it's just all about inspiring maybe just one more person or another. And hopefully, um, I do think people have recognized that though, that you are showing up um, just as yourself and that will give other people confidence. Yeah. Um, But also showing people like how much work goes into pottery. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much work. And as I find it quite amusing because people say, oh, it must be so relaxing and, you know, it looks really therapeutic. It is the most intensely, um, it's a really hard, hard craft to do. And there's nothing relaxing about it. I can't have my kids near me. Like I, I really have to concentrate, um, which is a blessing because you're so focused on the clay that you actually can't think about. If you've got a mind that wanders, such a good hobby because you can't, because you're so focused on the clay in your hands. And it's one of those hobbies, I think your hand is in or your hand is out. Like some days everything works, some days you just can't throw basic things that you've done a thousand times before. Um, and as well as at the throwing, you know, if it's not drying at a certain speed, you get cracks. Or if you put a handle on that's slightly wetter than the mug, it's going to crack. You'll do the first firing, something will crack. There's no rhyme nor reason, it just will crack. The second firing, there might have been dust on it that you didn't realise, so the glaze doesn't stick. Or um, like there's a multitude of things. It's a, you have to have patience because there's so many heartbreaking moments um, that, yeah, it's, it's not therapeutic at all, but it makes it twice as rewarding when something does make it to the end. And it's you know, a really big win because there are so many opportunities for it to not go to plan. Um, so when it works, it feels really good. Yeah. Uh, look, I asked this question of um, one of our other podcast guests recently. Uh, she's a creative, she's a painter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just around the value. Do you think people recognize the value of art? I think more than ever they do, but ultimately no. No, I think you couldn't possibly appreciate the time that goes into art and not just the doing but the planning and the sourcing your materials and um and uh, you know covering costs for things that don't work out um so no I don't think that people do value it as much as they should however I do think that with Instagram um and social media being so visual people do like to have pretty things um People, even shows like The Block, like there's lots of interior design things, magazines at the moment. Um, people want their houses to look nice. And so I think that now that people are investigating getting, having art in their home, they are realising oh, it's not cheap. And when they start to follow the artists who give, you know, the behind the scenes sneak peeks, they do say, oh, there's a lot more to that. I mean, I think all of us have gone into a gallery and said, oh, I could paint that. Yeah. And yeah. then... And then maybe you did try it and you think, oh, actually, no, I can't. No, no. Um, And even just for us maybe to walk away from those bigger retail stores that we all sort of, you know, happen to go into and, you know, and buy a, what is it, a $10, $15 print that can be seen in everyone else's house. Yes. Whereas I would have to agree with you as well, just with the whole lockdown and being in Victoria, we've spent so much time in our home. Yep. Um, like we've done the same, like we've done little bits here and there and invested in art. That's yes, why, I don't yes. know if you noticed walking in this, <laughs> um, three frames with no art. Oh, I didn't notice oh, I have to look on the way out. <laughs> We're um, just waiting for them to arrive because of um, lovely Australia Post and it taking yes, yes. like weeks and weeks. Yeah. But um, yeah, same thing, invested in mm. some that we um, found on, on uh, Instagram 
but it's that story behind it. So I can't wait till we have it because it's some Aboriginal art. And for us to be able to tell people that come over, oh, well, this was painted by, you know, such and such. And this is the story behind yes. each piece. Like, yeah, it's lovely. You know, instead of saying, oh, yeah, I got that. It came up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. End of story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. not a conversational yes. piece. Um, so how would you describe your, your pieces? Mm. So... They're um, a little bit imperfect, which is I don't like perfection. So if something is looking particularly perfect, I like to put a little bit of a wonkiness in there somehow, whether it be um, the shape of it. So sometimes I'll intentionally um, put little bumps in the rim of a bowl, as an example, Um, or my glazing technique. I use a technique called dipping. So I pour on the glaze in random patterns so that it doesn't look too perfect. So everything at the moment, um, I'd say is very organic looking. I like to use a clay that's very speckled so that the speckles come out um, in the finished piece. Um, and they've, it, most things are quite neutral at the moment, but as I progress, people will start to see more colour glaze being used and it, um, yeah, have it be a bit more of a standout rather than a neutral looking piece. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, just doing drops. So you've yes. done your first drop, yes. which I just can't believe how quickly yeah. it, it went. Like that just must be the best feeling. Oh, it's, it's very amazing. And like a really emotional experience. Um, I think that people, um, you know, people were there to shop for me. That was my heart and soul in the shop that you're purchasing. So I guess the, um, you know, each time I refreshed and I saw another order, another order come through, it was this, like this validation. Um, and it, it made me feel like, yeah, you're, you're good enough. Like it's people care. And it meant so much to me. It wasn't about the fact that you bought an object. You, um, you were really telling me that you're good enough. It's a really, a really strange feeling. And it meant, meant so much and it felt so so good um and and I just felt really appreciated which yeah yeah it was a little overwhelming actually oh, it yeah would have been I just even I was just thinking like you've created all these pieces and then they've just gone in a flash yeah, yeah you know yeah. it probably took you months to create yes, and then yes. it's just like oh god they're gone yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> back to the you know back to the wheel but yeah. um it's interesting you talk about validation like I've just personally found this year that um, like I find validation in what I do with the mag mm. through uh, face-to-face workshops, so social media workshops, yeah. travelling around regional rural Vic, New South Wales, delivering them. You know, we'll have the magazine out on the table and, you know, they'll pick it up, have a look and go, oh, my gosh, like do you create this? Yes. It's like, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Oh, I love this and I've seen this and, um, you know, it's that little bit of in-person validation that you yes. can feel the energy yes um you can see how happy they are and you think oh I'm like this is great I'll just keep pushing on whereas yes. I found you know they're all cancelled in March like the whole lot of them mm. um you know there hasn't been that validation yeah. this year yeah. and it's been really hard, hard. you start to self-doubt oh like do people actually want to read the magazine? Are people interested in it? I don't know where I'm going. And, yeah. um, you know, how do you go with that that self-doubt? And Yeah, it's something that I have um, definitely struggled with for a long time. And I, I think when you're an artist, because there is no black and white, right or wrong, 
everything is based on opinion and you know sometimes some people will vibe what you're doing and sometimes they won't vibe it and it's not right or wrong it's just whether you connect with someone if that's their personal taste or it's not so sometimes it's really hard to know am I moving in the right direction do people give a shit about what I'm doing um so it is definitely really hard but it's something that um I have worked really hard on and um, I was able to meet a psychologist through my role at the city um, and I you know, worked with him outside of that um, and he gave me a couple of really good techniques. So something that I do is my a gratitude. So I, every day I do three good things. That's something that we do at the dinner table with my husband and my girls. So we'll say three good things that's happened in the day. Um, if I'm feeling particularly down, I will write those three good things down so that when I'm thinking, you know, oh, God's the worst in the world, I can actually look at my list and go, you know what, I'm actually doing pretty well. Like there's nothing to feel flat about. Um, And I was taught this technique of that little negative person that sits on my shoulder that says, you know, you're not good enough. I pick up that person and I pop them to the side and I, you know, will say, you know, to that little person, um, you know, I know you're here, but I don't care and I'm moving forward anyway. And so it's not about um, pretending that you're not anxious or that you don't have self-doubt. It's being okay that it exists um, and moving ahead anyway rather than beating yourself up about the fact that it's there in the first place. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been um, something I've worked on. But then, you know, those little doubts is what also makes you push a little bit harder than, than maybe someone else. And so, you, you know, if you use that energy wisely you can harness it to push yourself a little harder in the right direction um and maybe impress yourself more than you thought you know do something a little better than you ever thought you could yeah and fear of failure does that ever come into it oh massively I think um it I find it frustrating sometimes people say that I'm a lucky person and um and I'm not I'm not at all I think I just I'm so worried about not doing something well that maybe I push it a little harder and and I'm determined and I, you know, make sure that I'm, I make my luck and I make sure that I succeed because uh, the fear of, of, of not nailing it um, is enough to, yeah, push me and keep me going. Yeah. Mm. Um, what I found looking through your Instagram, obviously looking for questions for our first interview, uh, was just some of the stories that you shared, mm. you know, and they were quite personal and there was um, a lot of depth to them. Mm. So normally what I find is people sort of share a bit of a surface yes but yours were just they stop you and they get you thinking about where you as a person are at how have you felt sharing so much of yourself Mm. on that platform I think it's important to do again through my makeup work and I'm in people's homes all the time we are all the same so it doesn't matter if I go into someone's house and it's a small house it's a big house it's a fancy house it's a boring house Everyone has insecurities. Everyone is worried about what someone else thinks. You know, everyone's just trying to do their best. And I think that I have, um, it would be rude of me to pretend that I'm, you know, any different from that. And I think that, you know, by being myself, that's, um, you know, again, maybe someone else might feel like, oh, it's okay to be themselves as well. And I also think, like, I've had a lot of clients say that they're relieved when I arrive at their house and I'm not a Barbie doll and that when I talk to them, I'm just a real person that they feel comfortable with. Uh, That's definitely, I actually think that that's more important than my makeup skills um, because it's, you know, when someone's having the makeup done, it's very 
you know, up close and personal. personal. Yeah. Um, so, so often the feedback is, oh, Ash is a really nice person. And so I feel like I just want to be a nice person. Yeah. And it's really easy to be nice. And if you can leave someone feeling better because they've had an interaction with you, whether that's on social media or in real life, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So I'm more than happy to be myself and be authentic and share the warts and all like it's that's real it is and you are on a successful path yes I think I can feel that oh good I do I feel it yeah yeah yep um you know if you were to look back in you know your last 10 years of business yes um what have been you know those hurdles what have you found the hardest part of it all the hardest part I think is self-doubt so pushing ahead regardless of um, what your little internal dialogue might be um, and I think also being authentic and being yourself and not getting caught up in what other mm. people are doing so it's very important to me to run my own race um, I actively almost avoid looking at other people um, and particularly in my area to see what they're doing because I don't want to get caught up in thinking, oh, should I be doing that? Should mm. I be doing that? Um, I want to be an individual. Um, so probably, yeah, probably that is probably the biggest part for me, being individual um, and finding new ways to be different, whether it be, um, you know, pivoting to become, do photo shoots, not just special events or working with different photographers, or doing my own photography, Um, making my website look different, um, you know, doing the no makeup makeup looks because heavy makeup is such a thing at the moment. So definitely being individual um, has been the hardest, but also the biggest asset for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think has helped then grow your business? Because I, as I said, right from the start, um, you know, from a publishing aspect, like print specifically, it was the photos. Like it just... Like, wow. And as soon as you said, I've got a gallery and you sent it through. Yes. And um, I'm pretty sure I tell most people, look, if you've just got, you know, three or four photos, that'll be fine. And you've got this <laughs> massive Dropbox gallery. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is amazing for like, as you said, like this is, yes, it's second business, but, you know, first drop. Yeah. 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 Like you really went all in with Absolutely. how it looks. It looked perfect. Like Yes. I don't even know how much your pieces were, Ash. Yeah. But so, I could see that that value. Yes. So I um, I'm, have no interest in half-assing it. I want to – I am a professional and I want you to know that I'm a professional um, and I take my work seriously. Um, so I'm absolutely going to invest um, in great photography and make sure it looks as schmick as um, – you know, I want my reputation, people to look at my work and think, oh, that stuff, you know, yeah. is a little bit lax. You know, I really, that, that person's professional, they care. Um, and I don't want to look like a hobbyist. I want to look like a professional. Um, and my friend Christian Barkler was an obvious choice because he's so creative um, and I give him full creative control. Um, and he takes these amazing photos um, and, I feel like he is a massive part of why my uh, first drop did go so well. Um, and it was really nice seeing when people, you know, had their pieces and then they tried to style them at home and then they'd send me pictures of how they're styling them. To, um, so I think, you know, Christian's images are really inspirational. They are, and, yeah. Yep. And then people think, I'm going to recreate that at my home. And I love it. Like it makes me feel so um, warm and fuzzy when I see people's 
you know, the way that they're beautifully putting them together on their dining table, their, their TV unit in their bathroom. And they feel like they have this like special little bit of luxy art at home. And I think it's awesome. So yeah, images is everything. And I would strongly recommend that people invest in a good photographer um, and take their business seriously and put, yeah, professional yeah. images on their social media. What was your brief to Christian? So, well, it's, it's, it's forever changing and it'll change as um, my vibe changes with each drop. So first time, so I give him creative control. I have, I have full trust and faith in his ability. So I don't tell him a whole lot, to be honest, but like with our, so we've already, he started doing images for the second drop. Um, and so we had a, like a bit of a meeting about what the vibe will be and we're creating a bit more color this time. Um, so as with each drop, more and more colour will be introduced. Um, and so he is doing that as well. So, um, and we're talking about lots of layering. So, um, you know, what I, we, I want to show people what they can put with their pieces. So the piece on its own, some people, if they're not creative, they might not know how to, how to put that on their TV. That unit. is me. Yes. Like literally yes. it's the same as going into a clothes shop. Yes. That mannequin, I'll just have that whole outfit exactly and it's the same with um we've got like a hallway table at the minute it's like I've got no idea what to put on that so yeah yes. it's like looking at what you've done and going okay I need this little plate yes and this bit and, that's yeah. right and so like with the with the photography we're not just putting one thing on its own no. we're putting pieces together yeah. we're we're visual merchandising we're we're doing yeah. a shop front window on Instagram yeah. So that you can just go, like with the mannequin, you can just go, you know, I want every single thing in that picture because that'll look really good in my bathroom. Yeah. Um, and then be able to buy it all. Where do all those props come from? You must have amazing stuff in your house if it's from your it's, home. Yes. So oh it's from Christian's house <laughs> yeah. or from my house. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we just... have lots of bits and pieces. And, um, and we're going to start collaborating with other businesses as well. So Mona Lisa really generously let Christian borrow some things. Um, and we'll contact a couple other businesses and florists and that sort yeah, of thing yep. um, so that we can share the love as well mm. because I really want to make sure that, um, like, I want to collaborate with a lot of locals um, so that people, when they learn about my pieces, they also learn about other um, artists. Yeah. yeah. And how does that collaboration work then? So what is the uh, return on investment for them? What do they get out of it? So, yes, they've lent you those pieces. Yes. What do they get? So we would then, um, Christian would be happy for them to use the images as well. So it's just, you know, that tagging, that hashtags across the cross marketing, across social media. If I share mine, then all my people will learn about their business and then vice versa. Making sure everything's credited and and tagged. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And um, I mean, we can never have too many images. It's the, you know, Instagram, we need photos. Yeah, absolutely. enough. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Oh, excellent. As I said, I absolutely love it and certainly inspired by it. Um, Finally, can you tell me a little bit about a friend you have? that we all need to know about. Well, that one's easy, Christian. Um, as I just said, he has been a big part of my success, um, not just with sharing his photographic and styling skills, but he is such a great cheerleader and a good person and he wants to see me do well. Um, and so not only do I appreciate you know, what he can do as far as like you know a business transaction, but the friendship that comes with him and the fact that he... Um, you know, shares his ideas and tells other people about me. And I think, yeah, we all need little cheerleaders like him. Um, and yeah, I couldn't be more grateful for him. Yeah, we do need cheerleaders 100%. Um, and 
Like I've started following him. Yeah, yeah, good, d- through good, your account. Good. And absolutely love his style as well. And um, yeah, um, we were talking before just about that whole silver lining. Um, you know, having now got through those two lockdowns, surely that will be it. Touch wood. Yes. Uh, you know, looking back on this year, what has been the silver lining for you? Oh, it's it's actually been a really wonderful year, um, and I, there's certainly been heartache for people, and I I empathise, and I definitely feel that. Um, but for me, it's I've spent a lot of time with my kids, and I have to be honest, I didn't prioritise my time at home, so I was always making myself busy, and I didn't place a strong enough value on it. And the the time um, to slow down has made me realize how much I do love being at home and I love spending time with the kids and I'll now make sure that I continue to block out weekends. I'm no longer just going to get the kids to have the leftover time. They get priority um, and, and yeah, just appreciate the small things. I think we're all doing that a lot more. Um, Appreciate small things. I'm not going to, you know, keep worrying about whether my nails are done or if my hair is colored or, you know, I've just got a far better perspective on life and what's important and what's not. And, um, you know, you realize the friends that, um, you really miss and that check in and, you know, I think I'm going to be really wise with how I spend my energy moving forward. Um, I just think it's, and it's given me the headspace to quit my office job. Like I think that there's been a lot of wonderful things to come out of 2020. Um, My nana moved in with us, which was really nice (laughs) because she was lonely. So yeah, so she moved in with us, which wouldn't have happened otherwise. Um, My husband's working from home, so I get to suffocate him every day, which is lovely. So yeah, it's, it's actually been really great. I think we've been really smart about focusing on the positives um, and, we feel good we're getting out the end of 2020 feeling energized not drained I must admit yeah that's how I'm feeling yeah Yeah, sort of yeah the reverse of what we normally would that whole burnout feeling at the end of the year you just try and crawl to Christmas but you try to crawl to the end of term yeah it's just like oh actually feeling all right feeling all right still a few public holidays in there for us yes um which are weird uh but yes well I just want to say thank you so much for sharing a story with us again um and obviously, if people want to read more about you, we have you in issue eight of Oak Magazine. Look, I completely missed the boat on your first drop, so uh, uh, look out for the second I'll be one. waiting to snaffle up a few pieces in uh, yeah, in your second one. And yeah, yeah I've made plenty you. of room for all these things. So, Christian, <laughs> better show me how to style yeah, these pieces. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Otherwise, I've no idea what I'm yeah. doing with them. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. You're so welcome. Much. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, we'd love for you to leave a review on our podcast so that we can continue to amplify women's voices in the media. And if you have any questions, we'd like to celebrate a win. You can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Oak Magazine AU. And that now you know a friend of mine. <laughs>